Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Welcome back to the Goldmine Podcast, proud member of the Pantheon Group of Podcasts. This is Patrick Prince, editor of Goldmine, the music collector's magazine, since 1974. And you can pick up Goldmine in print at Barnes & Noble and Books A Million Stores. And you can go to goldminemag.com for exclusive content not found in the print magazine. Also, we have a Goldmine store now where you can find the kind of vinyl, CDs, collectibles, T-shirts, everything from classic artists that collectors love. Shop.goldminemag.com Anyway, this episode of Goldmine Podcast will have Rick Allen drummer of Def Leppard as our guest. Rick deserves a lot of praise, not only for being the drummer that he is, but overcoming a lot in his life to sustain that talent. He has a creative gift, and he spreads it to other art forms like fine art and photography. Apparently, he's always dabbled in painting and photography since he was a kid, but he has taken it very seriously in the last decade or so, doing quality work and enough of it to show in art galleries. And recently he teamed up with Wentworth Gallery to auction off some of his art in person with these in-person appearances at galleries across the country and the proceeds go to the charity Project Resiliency, which works with war veterans. Rick will talk about the different themes in his art and the different mediums that he uses, his different series of art, like his Legend series, his Drum Artwork series, and finally his Wings of Hope series, uh, will all be covered in our talk. And his next auction will be Saturday, December 11th of this year, from 5, 8, 5 to 8 p.m., and Sunday, December 12th, from 1 to 4 p.m. at the Wentworth Gallery at Phipps Plaza in Atlanta. You can also call ahead of time at 404-233-0903 to find out more information. So we'll be right back after this message to talk with Rick Allen of Def Leppard fame. Okay, we okay, you. You're in. All right. Love that photo, Charlie Watts behind you. Yeah, this is actually a, a it's a it's a, a print of uh, the original that I'm working on at the moment. Um, unfortunately, I, I didn't get the uh, the original quite finished, but I was able to uh, 
I was able to get a really nice photograph of it so I could start creating uh, mixed media pieces. I love, was Charlie Watts always a influence for you? I don't think I know a drummer that, that you know, who, who wasn't influenced by him. Right. Um, you know, it seems as though he was always there, um, you know, from, yeah, from, from just being really young and that bittersweet sort of going to school music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true he was a solid drummer as far as someone who wanted to take up drums they can learn from him that's for sure oh, for sure now a lot of um music lovers fans might not know that uh you are an artist fine artist and also a photographer and that you have an you've had had an interest since you were a kid right yeah, um, maybe you can explain that a little bit um, when you were growing up. So it wasn't just rock music. You were into art and photography. Were there any certain artists or photographers that inspired you? Um, it's, it's interesting. Um, I started out painting uh, really young because I, I love the whole sort of physical experience of, uh, of, of just paint everywhere. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was one of those things that I could do and time would just fly. Uh, whereas, um, you know, sitting in a class, you know, trying to get my head around numbers uh, w- was just so confusing to me. Um, and then, you know, I, uh, I discovered photography really through my grandfather bought me my first camera uh, when I was probably about seven or eight. And then and then, of course, you know, I joined Def Leppard when I was, uh, you know, 15. Um, so that kind of consumed me for, yes. for quite a while. And then, uh, and then my, my youngest daughter, um, you know, she, she'll be 11. And, you know, after she was born, it, it wasn't too long before I kind of rediscovered uh, painting and we, we we started doing that together as a as, as a family so uh you know it it, it just kind of reignited my passion for uh, for painting right and you use a, a a unique technique right with the used drumsticks is that correct well that was uh when i first started out i uh, i got together with a company called scene four and uh I would use light sticks and play along to my favorite songs and um, use long exposure photography to create these sort of uh, the, these um, these light scenes. Um, and if you look carefully, I'm in there somewhere, but you know you see that this wonderful sort of uh, uh, imagery uh, using using light sticks. Mm-hmm. And then I. Um, I was introduced to uh, Christian O'Mahony with um, uh, with Wentworth Gallery, and uh, that's when I really threw myself into uh, into painting uh, for real, as it were. Um, you know, one of my first pieces was uh, was very safe. Uh, one of my first Legends pieces was actually uh, Steve Clark. You know, I I. I hadn't shown the piece to anybody, uh, but I, I, I sent a photograph of it to uh, to my mum, mm. and uh, she keeps in touch with Beryl, with uh, with Steve's mom. 
So she sent a photograph of it to Beryl and she, um, you know, she really encouraged me. She was like, wow, you know, he, he really captured Steve's essence. And I think that's what really inspired me to, to keep going with the legends pieces. So Steve Clark was the first and, 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 and this one you see here of Charlie, this was, uh, this is the latest one, I, you know, I've, I've completed. Right. And how did you, how many do you have now in the legend series? You said you have. Ooh, uh... There's probably, I'd guess probably about 20 odd pieces. Um, and it seems like every year, you know, we lose somebody else. Um, and, and all people that uh, that inspired me growing up, you know, right. to the point where I dare say that, you know, if I hadn't been uh, inspired by these people, I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing, you know, in terms of uh, music. Well, you have three new ones, right? Eddie Van Halen, Kurt Cobain and Johnny Cash. And maybe you can explain a little bit about how each one had touched you in your life as far as music and et cetera. Well, um, Johnny Cash to me was the original bad boy. I mean, he had more on, you know, on anybody in rock and roll. Um, you know, he was, uh, he was an enigma, you know, right, right up until, uh, right up until the end, he, he was so innovative with the uh, with the types of music that he would uh, that he would yeah, play. yeah. so doing Trent Reznor's um, uh, hurt you know I mean that's uh, that's true and then I, I heard a really cool version of uh, Personal Jesus the other day really but uh, the the you know uh, we actually did um, with uh, with uh, Def Leppard we did a cover of it so. Um, yeah, that was that was pretty cool that we we covered the same song, and and then of course Kurt Cobain he blew the doors off the place, you know, um, changed uh, changed music forever. Um, very similar to the feeling I got when I discovered, um, you know, uh, the Sex Pistols during you know during the seventies. You know, it, it it just it just really changed the face of music. It it, it, it took it back to basics again. Mm. It was very guttural. It was very raw, and um, yeah, I just uh, I just had to paint him because he, he he had such an impact on 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 music. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course Eddie Van Halen. Um, that was just such it was such a shock, you know, and. Um, I, I, I had the honor of uh, meeting him uh, through uh, my friend Steve Lukather from, uh, you know, from Toto. And uh, I was extremely, you know, starstruck when I, when I met him. Very unassuming guy. You would never think that he did what he did for a living. But between him and um, Jimi Hendrix, mm-hmm. they changed the face of, uh, of music forever. Uh, I'd never heard anybody play guitar like either of those people. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you had a chance to meet any of the legends that you've painted. And you said you met Eddie. Did you get to meet any other of the, the your subjects? I, uh, let's have a look. Um, Did you get to meet Charlie Watts? 
I did. I got to meet Charlie at a charity event that uh, that we did. I believe it was the the Royal Albert Hall, and uh, it was this charity event hosted by uh, Elton John. And I was very fortunate to meet Charlie, and uh, very sweet, really really sweet person uh you know out of everybody in the stones he seemed like the most uh content the most uh grounded and a very private person but uh when i met him i just i just wanted to cuddle him he was you know i mean he was quite a bit uh shorter than me i'm catching up with him by the way i feel like i'm shrinking <laughs> but, <laughs> but he was he was lovely and um you know, through this whole sort of 12, 12 drummers drumming uh, auction uh, event that we uh, we put together, I, I actually got to meet uh, Jim Keltner, who was, um, you know, who was probably one of his best friends in the uh, in the entire world. So I, I'm kind of getting to know Charlie uh, through the people that really, really knew him. Mm -hmm. And uh, more recently, I've started... Uh, I've started reaching out to Steve Jordan, which is uh, which is fantastic. You know the fact that that Charlie and Keith uh, Richards, you know, handpicked Steve to uh, you know to take over that uh, right. that monumental position back there playing playing drums for the Rolling Stones. How cool is that? Right, that's quite a responsibility taking. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Now, maybe you could talk about some of the mediums you work with. Um, I know you use mixed media uh, for quite a bit of your your paintings, correct? Well, what what you know, the original is the original, and 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 that I normally uh, work with uh, um, acrylic paint. I find that the easiest to work with, particularly if I make a mistake, I can either yeah. wipe it off or go over it. It dries quickly. Yeah, and then uh, and and then normally I'll 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 take high resolution uh, photographs mm -hmm. of, of of that and and enhance uh, you know prints on canvas, which is basically what uh, what what this is. Yeah, um, and that's in an attempt to to create you know different price points so that you know everybody can everybody can can get one of these pieces if they want to. Right. I could see some of these pieces like the Charlie Watts you just referred to as like a t-shirt. Um, I could, I could, I could see that. Um, but you know, I, I, you know, I, I want to, I want, I want them to have some sort of value, you know, right. I mean, you know, I mean, I would love, I would love to do a, a clothing line with, uh, with some of the, the imagery. Um, but, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not quite ready for that yet. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm sort of building up my reputation as a, as, as a, as an artist, as it were. <laughs> so. But it would, that would be so cool. It'd be like hearing your uh, Def Leppard on the radio for the first time, seeing someone walk past you with one of your prints on a t-shirt. That would... that would be, that would be cool. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would, I would, I would love that. Right. If I, if I you know, one of these days I'll do that. Yeah. Now, maybe you could talk about the uh, Painted Drum series a little bit. Um, <clears throat> used mixed media with that. And, uh, 
Yeah, um, I mean, it seemed like the obvious thing to paint, you know, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, to the point where uh, I've started using some of those drums uh, when I play live with uh, with Def Leppard. So it's like taking a little piece of home with me, you know. Is that uh, an easy canvas, though, to paint on? Is that? Well, uh, what I do with the shells is I create these wraps that I uh, that I, I put around. And then what I'll do is I'll I'll actually paint the the the, the drum head or drum heads. Right. Sometimes I'll create coffee tables out of them, um, put oh, dots on awesome. them, and then other times, you know, uh, keep it in its sort of playable form. You know, where you know the way you would set it up to play it. You know, like a like a regular drum kit. Uh, but yeah. Um, it, it's uh, it's instantly uh, recognizable uh, because of the fact that you know I play drums uh, myself. So uh, so yeah, I've really I've really enjoyed doing that. It's fun. Now, now some of the there's some original artwork in in the uh, galleries, right? That are you can buy, and that's in the Wings of Hope. So um, Wings of Hope is 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 actually a mixed media. Um, there's uh, during COVID, um, I did quite a bit of uh, uh, abstract because, right. um, you know, as you can imagine, it brought up quite a lot of emotions for me and I wasn't sure how to express that. Um, so uh, so I started working on um, more abstract pieces and, um, you know, in an attempt to sort of get out, you know, some of the emotions that I was feeling, especially you know, the fact that, you know, since I was 16, I haven't taken a summer off uh, since 2000. I took one summer off. I took 2010 off. And, and, and you know, that was pretty much the only time I've ever taken away from, uh, you know, from, from playing with the band. Yeah, it's kind of like people retiring. They don't know what to do with themselves, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not ready to do that yet you know no um, but i mean with with the uh lockdown it's like all of a sudden you're yeah there you are in the house what do you do <laughs> yeah i mean you know the the, the the saving grace was the fact or is the fact that my wife's uh, a musician so it's cool i get to i get to rehearse with her band uh on a pretty regular basis um yeah. So, you know, hope, hopefully 2022 is going to open up again and I'm going to be able to, you know, go uh, go play with, uh, with the band. Yeah. Now, you know, you talked about lockdown, you're painting in your house. Um, do you find yourself painting on the road when you're on tour? I mean, where I'm do you normal, find the most comfortable to paint? I'm normally planning stuff out uh, when, when I'm on the road. Um, you know, just uh, manipulating imagery and, and kind of coming up with suggestions for what I, I could do when I get home. So I don't get home and then I have to just kind of come up with everything all at right. once. You know, I can, I can at least uh, lay out a roadmap of what I'd like to do. And then, you know, nine times out of 10, it, it works out that... Uh, you know, these are good ideas and, and, and it's probably good to pursue this and, and, and turn it into something that, uh, that people are really going to enjoy. So do you bring your um, camera or iPhone or whatever on the road <clears throat> and just, yeah? Yeah. 
How do you yeah. find the, um, as a photographer, how do you find the iPhone? Do you use an iPhone or you go back to traditional, uh, a traditional camera? I like the iPhone uh, because uh, it's so immediate, uh, instant yeah. gratification. And then, and then there's a lot of apps that I can use to, uh, to manipulate uh, imagery. Right. Um, but then when, uh, you know, when I, when I, when I get home, it's, it, it's normally, you know, get down to a real camera and, um, you know, re really, really do it for real as it were. Hmm. Now, have you spoken to other musicians who paint? There's quite a lot of them, Ron Wood, Chrissy Hind, uh, could go on. Um, there are quite a few. Well, Chrissy Hine was on the last, uh, you know, that that last tour that we did. She did uh, quite a few shows with us, but uh, we never we never got into talking about art. But um, but Paul Stanley, he's also yeah. involved with uh, with Wentworth Gallery. Mm. So um, so you know, it, it, it's kind of cool to to you know share ideas and you know, as you know, it, it's. Um, the human element is the, the 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 kind of the X factor. You know, we we could all be given the same the same sort of subject matter to to work on, but the cool thing is we all come up with something that is very different. And I think that's the beautiful thing about art is uh, everybody interprets you know art in a in, in a different way. Yeah, that's why I like. Uh... I like everything you do, but I'm intrigued by the abstract stuff because especially with abstract work, people interpret it differently. That's true. That's true. I, I got myself a, a, a potter's wheel uh, uh, sort of about a year ago. And it gets pretty dangerous sometimes. You know, I'll set everything up out in the, the driveway and I've got, this, uh, I've got this turntable that I can change the speed. Um, and if I if I don't if I don't sort of uh, attach the thing uh, really really well to the to the turntable, <laughs> some sometimes it can get pretty dangerous, like full contact painting, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Abstract stuff is um, you know I paint to myself. It's it's pretty fun, and it goes with your emotions. Um, for sure and that, that was the whole idea was uh, was to try and get that out uh while i was experiencing this kind of once in a lifetime experience with uh with 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 covid you know i was like you know i'm not quite sure what i'm feeling but i'm gonna, I'm gonna try and get it out right <laughs> It's almost like therapy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and that's a big part of what I do, um, not just with the music. Um, I find the music very therapeutic, but but the artwork also, you know, it, it, it's really good for my nervous system. Uh, not not too many people know that, you know, I suffer with PTSD pretty, uh, pretty badly. And, um, you know, I also... I also had a, a traumatic uh, brain injury. I, I hit my head pretty good. So, um, you know, all, all of these artistic endeavors really help uh, me to manage my nervous system. Right. And the artwork goes to um, doing good things, you know, for charity. Maybe you can yeah, explain, for sure. Maybe you can explain some of the charities that the money will go to. 
Well, uh, Raven Drum Foundation, myself and my wife, we started Raven, Raven Drum Foundation in about 2002, I believe. And, um, you know, uh, just my connection to our wounded warriors is sort of pretty obvious, you know. Um, I had a kinship with them and they, they felt like they knew me. They, they, they felt like they could trust me. So, um, you know, it, it, it seemed like a really good fit for me to, uh, uh, to, to help them. Um, and really it's the least I can do. So a portion of the proceeds of each piece actually goes to either Raven Drum or to uh, various, um, you know, veteran projects or charities. Right. You're right. A lot of vets come home and they, they too suffer from PTSD and don't know how to handle it. So, um, you know, a lot of them, if they're music fans, they look up to you and probably find it very therapeutic to talk to you. Yeah, for sure. No, it's, 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 it's been so rewarding, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, I have some, I have some really good, uh, good relationships with, uh, with, with some of our warriors, you know, I keep in touch with a lot of them. So, and we help, we help each other out, you know, it's a two way yeah. street. Yeah. Communication is key with that stuff. For sure. Um, now, how's, uh, you have one more gallery event, right? And that's in Atlanta. Is that true? December 12th? That's uh, right. Yes. Um, actually, I actually two days. Yes, I, I just got home. I did, uh, I did uh, uh, short hills in in New Jersey. Um, that was Saturday and Sunday, uh, so I literally just got home, and um, you know now I'm just kind of getting ready to to do another one. And 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 this is um, uh, well another two, and and this is really the first opportunity that I've had to do. The, the entire sort of Wentworth gallery tour, mm. uh, because obviously, you know, I'm not, I'm not on the road, so I'm able to, uh, you know, concentrate on, on, on other things and, uh, yeah, supplement my income. <laughs> what's it, what's it been like so far? The events? Uh, really good. Yeah. yeah. Really, really successful. Um, yeah, these, these, these last two have been, have been great. Um, no, I think I think some people are still a little bit afraid to come out and do, you know, indoor events, uh, you know, mm -hmm. because of uh, uh, COVID. But uh, slowly but surely, it's starting to open up, and um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm kind of getting I'm getting used to the idea of doing this. Is is there a way for people, say, if they are worried about coming out, to look online at the gallery or to bid online? Um, yes, people can go to uh, wentwithgallery.com uh, uh, or they can go to rickallen.com. And, uh, yeah, a lot of the artwork is well documented, uh, you know, pretty much uh, all over the Internet these days. I mean, obviously, it's not the same, you know, right. seeing a picture of it. You right. know, it's nice, it's nice to experience the work in person. Yep. But, uh, but at least people can get an idea of what, uh, what it is that I do. Right. There's nothing like, well, that's why there are museums and galleries, right? To actually exactly. Art. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, what's next? Uh, you know, I have to ask this question. What's next for um, you and Def Leppard? Um, 
after after this, I guess uh, next year will there be something? Yes, that? I mean, you know, we basically superimposed uh, the entire uh, tour, the original tour, you know, um, over the next year and then over the next year, you know, um, you know, all we can do is kind of uh, hope for the best and, 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 and plan for the worst, as it were. So we're, we're just hoping that things will go through this time and that uh, we're able to uh, open up you know, these, these large venues uh, and large gatherings in, in, in a way that is safe for people. Um, so, uh, so that's what we're looking forward to, hopefully starting in, in June. Hmm. Well, Goldmine Magazine, if, if you're not familiar with this, uh, Music Collectors Magazine. So all the readers love to, you know, they'll read about vinyl hmm. to artwork to memorabilia. So I hope that it will turn some readers on to your artwork and they will go, you know, if they're in the area in Atlanta, they'll go see it up close or go online and check it out. That would be great. And I, I, I I'm really uh, uh, thankful to you for drawing attention to it. You know, it's uh, it's it's all still quite new for me. So uh, so it, it's it's nice that people are, are, are showing an interest in. in yeah, the I love I love it, and I, I also love when musicians uh, um, broaden their creativity. You know, I think it's great. That's cool, man. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Rick, for taking the time, man. I appreciate it. Fantastic, man. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, Rick. All right, but thanks. Thank you, Rick Allen. Always a pleasure. Keep using your creativity to bring happiness to others. Again, Saturday, December 11th, 5 to 8 p.m. And Sunday, December 12th at 1 to 4 p.m. That's the next time to see Rick Allen's in-person auction event for his artwork at the Wentworth Gallery at Phipps Plaza, 3500 Peachtree Road in Atlanta, Georgia. You call at a time at 404 Two three three zero nine zero three for more information. This is Pat Prince. Don't forget to go to goldminemag.com for exclusive content. Stuff that is not in the print magazine that will be in Barnes and Noble and Books a Million stores. And also go to the Goldmine store at shop.goldminemag.com. Thanks all. We'll catch you next time on the Goldmine Podcast. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. 
That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 